Welcome, everybody, to an episode of the Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Maz, joined here with my co-host, as always, Jordan. Mm-hmm. And we are covering Advanced Season 2, Episodes 1 through 3. And, man, watching this, again, it's just... There's so much stuff that... I, I've seen this show, like, four or five times now. And every single time, it always feels like that there's something that I didn't notice the first time or yeah. the previous time, you know, it's, it's just so chock full of detail. And and it's one of those shows where every single episode matters a lot. Every scene right. matters. It carries mm-hmm. a lot for the plot and the characters. Absolutely. You know, and start like episode one of this season. I really liked it. Because it showed some of that pretty sweet Martian tech and training that they have, you know. Yep. Which is pretty cool to see. Um, just how that faction, I guess, does it. Which yeah, is, and yeah. they honestly, um, that's when they became my favorite uh, faction. Was this episode right here? I was like, oh, yep, Team Martian. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just needed one. Uh, one push. One, yeah. One scene. One scene. Yeah, so this, I mean, this first episode starts out with that, and like, that's kind of hard to. That's a good. That's a good beginning to the episode, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I yeah. opened it because I watched. I watched him, um, first one the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, heck yeah. Too bad I had a bunch of stuff to do. I would have watched probably the rest of them today or the other day, but yeah, the uh, the suits, those are super cool. I mm-hmm. wish I had one. Yeah. I mean, for what that's worth. But anyways, um, so Phoebe Station. Phoebe Station is uh, is the main talking point here, along with Arrow Station, right? That's the two main talking points in these episodes. And I didn't realize that they spelled Eros, E-R-O-S. Yeah, it, Eros, I think, is one of the name... Um... One of the names of the moons, I think, but I think it's also like one of the uh, Greek gods. It's a god of discord or something. Huh. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know that. The son of Ares, I think. Oh, I think that makes sense. Or daughter of Ares, I don't don't know. No, it'd be this. Anyways, Phoebe Station, it's boom. It's Um, boom. Not. It's not blown up, but yeah, it's not exact. It's like Chernobyl. Yeah, it, it that's like Ground Zero, and what that what my thing is is where does this go from here? That's my whole thing. Like my, my whole thought process is if it's gotten this far and it reaches Earth, what like what's gonna happen? That's yeah. like. No, exactly. Extinction level. Oh yeah, that thing spins quick, man. Um, but we after after the whole Martian scene, and then the scene on Phoebe Station, and then we we pan over to um, Holden. He had a dream in this episode, and I picked up on some of it. The girl goes, "If you had fifty times radiation." So I was thinking, what? Are their bodies used to radiation? 
have fifty times yes. rads. Yeah, well, okay, so it was a dr- it was a dream, but I was just thinking like that that can't be that can't be a thing. No, I mean if you okay, so here's the thing, right? Um, we have radiation on a daily basis, even in the real world. Yeah. Um, and then when you go out to space, obviously with, with the, the lack of atmosphere, their radiation is higher. Uh, right. So we have shielding in spaceships to protect from that. To my understanding, all that life, the the spaceships reduce it by a lot, but not enough. So eventually your tolerance level actually gets higher and higher. That's weird. Yeah. So. Yeah. But one of the big things that came at the beginning of this episode was we see that that lady's playing. They call her Archangel, Archangel, which was really cool. Yes, uh, Officer um, Yes, Officer Ala, Um And somebody nuked her spaceship, which I guess later we learned that it was the Martians. Um, no. or well, no, it was the OP. It was it the was OPW. OPA. 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 Not OPW. I'm yeah. looking at work. I'm looking at work stuff. Because yeah. um, we do have some called OPA. OPW, but. Yeah, OPA. It was them because yeah. Later on, we figured that out. But that right there, like that has to signal war. No, isn't that an attack on a government leader? Yeah, I mean, so okay, so that part, I, I had a feeling that like they didn't know though, right? Like they never figure out who it was. But otherwise, yeah, that, that, that's open oh, war. Right? Oh, like, she's right. She's third highest ranking member of. Uh, we get to see a lot of the war council too which is cool yes oh my god yes because like then in some of these episodes you're also seeing the tech when they have like the holograms show up and the projectiles and like the trajectory of the projectiles i like that that's that's pretty cool i like Mm -hmm. how they because it's not too much yeah it's uh again everything there it's like believable right it's like Mm -hmm. okay yeah, I could see this. I, I could see this being real. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, and I know I'm jumping ahead here, but just to just since we're on the topic of, you know, the tech part of the show, uh, it, when the Rasenate gets into that firefight and the bullets go through the ship, right? Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that, that's how it is. That's how it would be, because because it's a vacuum there's no air that's being sucked in and it's already right. been depressurized they're all wearing their you know spacesuits that have their own oxygen and that's it you know you've already depressurized the cabin uh, any bullets that go through and this is why if you got into a firefight where you didn't have a chance to depressurize a kind of like an ambush yeah it would be so devastating right even just one literally just one bullet that goes through and you don't see the ship coming Mm-hmm. That could be the end of your ship. Yeah, and they have rail guns, let's not forget. Yeah, but I mean, like, it, it wouldn't even need to be a rail gun, right? It could just be literally one PDC bullet that pierces your hull, mm-hmm. and you haven't depressurized. Your crew is not wearing the spacesuits. Like, that's it. Like, obviously, it's not, it's not the end of the world. Like, if you get to it, like we've seen in the first season where they patched up that hole, then you're fine. But... You know, yeah, that seems it, like I'm just saying that like one does so much damage because you then you can't be piloting the ship to protect yourself. You're trying to patch up the holes. This is right. what I'm trying to get at. Right. So that's that's crazy because 
you don't think about that in just regular warfare on Earth. Like when you're in space, you're like, oh, um, yeah, this is devastating. One little bullet goes through if we don't depressurize the cabin. Yeah. But I also liked. Was that shot that they gave Holden that said it's supposed to cure all cancers, but you're sterile? Yeah. Okay. What the heck? Like, here, I got a shot that cures all cancers. It's like, the ultimate monkey's paw. What? Well, I wouldn't say the ultimate monkey's paw. Uh, you, have you heard of the monkey's paw thing? It's a story of the monkey's paw. I'm, uh-uh. I'm actually surprised you haven't heard it. It's been a while, but I remember it was sometime in elementary school, I think, or maybe middle school. There's a story of the monkey's paw goes that uh, when you wish for something, you get it, but it's like not in the way that you really intended, right? right. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I wish my, like, if you, your son dies, the guy would say, I wish my son was back. And the son comes back, but he's like, you know, not fully there. He's like a zombie, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's in constant pain. Yeah, so there's always a trade off. Yeah, exactly. And it's usually not a good one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we do get to see. In this first episode, a conversation between Mr. Mao and then the vice president, uh, the under yeah. secretary. Yeah, Savitar Aaron, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was- that, um, that's just crazy. Like, they think what they're doing is progressing humanity when ultimately yeah. they're just committing mass genocide. And they even, um, like, kind of justify it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, this makes sense. He's like, yeah, I sacrificed my daughter. It's like, well, well, god dang, like no one asked you to. Yeah, what? Well, maybe like that's just that's I don't know. These guys are pretty messed up. But it's also it's good to see that the that Avasarala Avasarala is that yeah. it? Mm-hmm. I'll get used to the name, but yeah. it's interesting to see uh, how she's playing these guys. But the bad thing is, is that she has to make some moral decisions that she's not okay with just to play along. Um, which moral decisions are you referring to? Well, didn't she agree with him on certain things, and then she just kind of... Oh, like openly had to... Openly. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah, it's like know. she's more agreeing with him and not openly making a decision, but she's like... She's kind of going with the flow right now, and she you can tell she doesn't like it. No, no, I... Least, yeah. yeah, I didn't understand what you, uh, which you were referring to, but yeah, no, that makes sense. Um... And I wonder if she knows that Mr. Mao is... Does she know? I can't remember if she knew that Mao was involved. She's kind of, like, starting to really piece together just about all of it. Like, she... Yeah. Maybe not necessarily Mao, but she knows um, it's part of it. Because, and it was kind of... St- I wouldn't say it was stealthy. It was kind of, you know, apparent... Right. When they're having the discussion in the uh, the round table, you know, discussing mm-hmm. the military strategy about, uh, okay, we need to have a proportionate and measured response against Mars. Right. Well, in that, uh, like, video debrief or the video information intel mm-hmm. that came in, there was, like, a, you know, property of something like Pierre Mao, like Jules Pierre Mao, but it wasn't his whole name. It was, like, Mao subsidiary. Oh, so it was like his company name. Yeah, it, yeah, but it wasn't his direct company. It was like a subsidiary of his company. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um, and that's how it works, right? Like, if you want to get away with something, you just open up like shell companies to take the hit for you and then just quickly close them out before the heat gets or the fire gets too hot. How often do you think that happens in real life? Yeah. I, I would venture to say that's happened a lot more than me and you we would think. Know about. I think so. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not saying it's going to, it's happened every single time, every single place and every mm-hmm. rich guy has their own little shell company. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah. But anyways, so Avasarala hires a spy named is his name John, I think, and it was their son. Um, no, okay, so they it was, again. There's, I feel like early on the show didn't do that great of a job. Um, it was a little too vague. I think like mm-hmm. the the dialogue was perfect, but but it was perfect in the sense that you as an outsider, you had to pay it like not just pay attention. You had to. You'll find out later. And then there there's something that's going on between that. That's not her son. So I'm just going to come on and say that his name is Courtier. Courtier, that's it. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that's his last name, but he's a spy. And mm-hmm. she has some connection um, through her son. That's it. That's okay. it. Like, that's the only thing we know of now. And here's the thing, right? That was literally just one sentence. That was it. They don't go. And this is why I think the, the dialogue in the show is like top tier. Because the, the dialogue between characters is only necessary. Like, it's very realistic. They don't sh- sh- uh, say mm-hmm. extra words that are unnecessary, unnecessary that, that wouldn't make sense in like a realistic, you know, back and forth. Like, if right. me, for example, like me and you are talking, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you, uh, you know, hey, uh, when I went to, when we went to that restaurant five years ago and we discussed this, like that, that's not how normal people talk, right? You know. It, I might say, remember when we discussed that time on Eros, mm-hmm. right? You and I, because we're like, if we're characters in a show, we know we, we've already established that we know each other. Right. I'm not going to go uh, lay out every detail for you. Right. So you will find out more later as to who he was. But and something dramatic happens, probably. Maybe. But it, this is like, the problem with this is, if you're watching these sh- these tv shows um on a weekly release Mm -hmm. because you have so many questions so much stuff falls through right um and that's what happens to us we'd be like wait who's courtier again oh wait okay okay, so that's him but then and then like you'd forget some of the questions that you even had you know so um this show I think, and I love these shows, but it's a double-edged sword. These types of shows are way better on a rewatch because you start picking up on stuff you didn't pick up on the first time. Right. But the double-edged sword obviously being that because it's set up in such a way, and the first time feels a little bit more like you're playing catch-up. Right. So, yeah. Um, But yes, uh, Courtyard is a spy, and she there's some connection to him through her son. Right. Which 
they've kind of hinted at pretty heavily for those of you who have I don't think we ever discussed it, but her son was a former UN Marine who is dead. Yeah. Yeah. So just wanted to throw that out there. That sucks. But I do, I do want one main thing in this that I took away from this episode is that they hid the blue glue, the blue goo. That's what he calls it. They hid it. Right. Yeah. In that little, was it in a missile or was it? I think it was in a missile. Yeah, I think it was in a missile. Yeah, but they hid it. Why did they hide it? Just in case that guy was right. Yeah, I mean, it's something brand new, right? Like we don't really know. Um, yeah, but didn't they destroy everything previous to this? So why are they holding on to something now? I think Naomi said to hide it, right? I think so. Yeah, her, her, and Holden are getting their jollies. Yes. Gosh, whatever. Yes. <laughs> whatever. Um, but it, but I'll be honest with you, it kind of surprised me. Like, even I'll be in every single time I've gone back and like watched the show, I, I've tried to look, pick up on hints as to how that relationship kind of started. And I think that's one of the weaknesses of the show that as far as it started the relationship. Oh, I knew it. I knew it right away. You thought that was going to happen? Yeah. Okay. Was it more so that, like, you know, you know that romance is a part of big part of TV shows, and there has to be someone? Yeah, because or... it's like it's it's the same stuff every time. They they kind of get disgruntled with each other, and they they argue a little bit, and then all of a sudden, the spark happens, and they're like, "Oh my god, I should love you." Butt cheeks. Next mm-hmm. scene, <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Um, but it's just, uh, yeah, so they've decided to leave it, the pro molecule, in a torpedo or a missile, and they just mm-hmm. like, leave it in an asteroid field. Um, and it, in coordinates that only they know of, right? So, yeah, for now. So, I'm assuming that's gonna play a huge role later. Oh, I mean, for, for sure, right? Like, um, so that's like hiding the, a gun under the, uh, like, uh, bed or a pillow or something right. like that. You know, in a TV show, it's like, okay, you, you know that that's going to come into play later. Right, absolutely. So, um, The Martians don't fire on hail, right? And the and this is getting close to the end of the episode. They don't fire on hail. They Ooh. fire on Phoebe. Yes, okay. So, uh, I don't know if you've uh, picked up on, like, the... Well, I guess you probably haven't seen the insides of any of the UN Mm-mm. ships, but you have seen the insides of a belter ships yeah and you can see it right it's a lot more of a rust bucket right it's like patched together you got crap hanging out there's it looks like there's no drywall so to speak up right so all the (laughs) insulation you can see it sticking out and everything it's just and then the un ships are top tier un ships are older but you can tell that they're at least like in good condition and then you got the Mm -hmm. martian ships where it's like like the Rasenate is like, holy crap, this is a sci-fi movie, right? Right. They have little iPads that they can control everything with. It's just... Right. Whereas the... German engineering, buddy. Yeah. No, that's 100% what it uh, reminds me of. They even have similar colors. If you look at the Martian flag, mm-hmm. I think it's um, orange, black, and red, which, if I remember correctly, are the exact colors of the modern-day German flag. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure that there was. Uh, that's not a coincidence. Um, mm-hmm. Did now? Go ahead. I, I think I'm missing something that happened here in the first episode. 
I know Amos, Amos and uh, Miller got in a big fish fight. Yeah, he's a hothead. Um, okay, so we're very close to figuring out Amos's story, so I don't want to say anything yet. But okay, we're very close. All I will say is, uh, episode three. There's something there. There's a hint there. Oh no! I hope I didn't miss it. You're making me stress me out now. Thanks, yeah. dude. No, no. When we when we come across it in the ne- it should be in the next few episodes here, you might be able to pick it up. Uh but yeah. So Amos, <laughs> no neck. I love how Miller called him that. No neck. Yeah. Um, He's always got some smart butt thing to say. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Uh, you were talking about how they uh, the Martian ship, the Sirocco, Sakaro. Yeah, Sakaro, something like that. Yeah, they fire a missile on what they thought was a UN inhale, but it's actually uh, they fired it at Phoebe... Phoebe Station. Was it Phoebe Station? I'm almost positive. I wrote it down. Martians fire missiles, Phoebe. So, BB, BB. Um, and then I didn't know this, but uh, there was a black market for cheese. Yes. I absolutely love that. I love cheese. Yes, because I okay. I don't. I'm not. I'm not even gonna pretend to know any of this stuff. But the shelf life on cheese is not that long, right? No, not really. Yeah. So unless it was like powdered cheese, you would have to have the cheese be like you know the the tr- shipping costs for space. For cheese must be stupid expensive. Cryo freeze it. I can't. I, don't know. I wonder what that does to the taste, though. Uh, you un- like you defrost it, and it's like, oh man, this is watered down. Yuck. Oh yeah, no, that's what I mean, right? Like, it'd be like a frozen cheese, and then you microwave it, and then mm. like, it's not the same. It. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, episode episode two, we get to see more of the uh, UN meetings. They, the fleet commander had to step down. He yes. wasn't about to make that decision. Yeah, so he, I I like that dude a lot. I, and I'll be honest with you, I cannot remember his name for the life of me right now. Uh, okay. But she lied, right? She said, like, I know the UNN Hale. He, uh, the captain of the UNN Hale, he's... Uh, we've just, we've debated philosophy or whatever. And then that uh, fleet admiral is like, you know, except he never went to the academy. Yeah, like she is such a sharp politician, man, and I love it so much. Yeah, she's a she's a killer, man. I mean, she's just on it quick. She's so witty, can't beat it. Yeah, I mean, it, again, it's just she's she's just like she's very strong very focused and very much so cares about uh earth. earth so earth yeah and earth and her protection and but you can kind of see her like i think you know maybe she went a little overboard with the whole earth must come first thing yeah like she's not afraid to go to war but she's also lost her son to war so she's not she also know know that in the war between the planets would and a lot of civilization. Yeah. Oh, Admiral Souther was his name. Uh, 
Yeah, so he resigns as fleet admiral. Poor guy. Yeah, he seems like a pretty good guy, which is you don't see that often, right? Um, well, at least not in media, I would say. Right. They uh, just picked like a military general to be like anti-war. Mm-hmm. Generally, in media, they're portrayed as is like, yep, you know, oh, we had to have you know display a show of strength, show of strength, show them we mean business. Right. So. Show them we mean business. What does yeah. that even mean? Yeah. Yeah. Can we just send them a letter saying we mean business? Right, we <laughs> just mean coverage? business right yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, it, to me, that character, what was his name, Admiral? The Admiral, he seemed like a good cat. And, you know, that's a tough position. I would step down, too, if I was him. I don't know. It's a hard one, right? Because when you step down, you've given, if you're the, uh, so think of it this way. If you're the only, you think of yourself as the only good guy in this meeting room, which mm-hmm. decides the fate of Earth. If you consider yourself to be the only good guy, or one of the few good guys in that meeting room, then why would you step down and, you know, rob the people of their few good representation in that, you know? Hey, man, some, sometimes life's not fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it if it's one of those situations where he's just like, you know what, I'm done with this. I'm tired of just, you know, this life. If it was something like that, I could kind of see that. But I think it was more like, I don't want to be a part of this. And I could see that too. But, you know, there's going to be more battles to come. There's going to be more hard decisions to come. And if you're the only voice of reason, don't get rid of that voice of reason. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I guess. That's just the way I see it. And I I understand that that's not the only way to see it. If there's a, you know, if you've been a soldier, all that stress, man, I mean, he probably just hit that breaking point. He's probably like, yep, nope, my sanity's worth it. I will see you guys later. Well, to be honest, I, to my understanding, he's still in the military. He's just stepped down as fleet admiral. So the stress yeah, I mean, of the military is still there. Yeah, but that's not as much. God, being an admiral, I mean, that's usually pretty stressful compared to probably just stepping down and doing probably a paperwork. Because they're not going to give him a good job, are they? Like they're not going to be like, "Oh no, you can be no, a cat." I, I guess yeah. I get that, but I, I would just say that like you're still going to be filing the paperwork. You're still going to be f- fighting the wars that that meeting people did. Yeah. But now you're going to help us. I think you're going to carry that guilt of man. I could have done more to stop the war, but now I can't because I'm not part of that. You know, that group. That's a is a double edged sword, man. No, no, I agree. I agree. Um. Because then if you're a part of that group, then whatever, you know, bad decision that group makes, history will judge you for that, right? Right. So I get it. It's not easy whatsoever. But. Right. Then, you know, well, the good thing is, is that she goes and talks to him later and he gets to tell her how she really feels. Hmm. That was funny. Yeah, that was, uh... yeah. I mean, did you see Courtyard in the back, though? That was so slick. Yeah, I did, and it, you did? I was like, I was like, I was like, well, yeah, I saw him. I was like, wait, that I know that guy, but I didn't know that he was courtier. I didn't know that he was a spy. I thought it was just another character listening on both of them. Wow. Okay. So I didn't directly know it was the spy. I just thought I noticed because the character. it was kind of blurred out, right? Because he was blurred out. I was yeah. like, wait a minute. 
I've seen him before, but then I was like, yeah, whatever. And then I just, I think I was doing something else at the time too. So I was like, whatever. Yeah. Brain. Um, that scene, to be honest with you, again, with every time I've seen it, I miss it every time. So I, I, I get so engrossed into the scene, I forget that he's actually sitting there, and then he, you know, the the camera kind of focuses on him as he walks right. towards. And I'm like, oh yeah, he's there. I forgot about that. Now, my thing, I'm gonna ask now. If, every time she's around with somebody else, should I look out for him from now on? Yeah. Um, I'll be honest, I don't know. Whatever, dude. No, no, I'm not even trying to be like, oh, no spoilers. Like, I honestly. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, that was that was. Yeah, he 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 said he said some mean things, but I think it was necessary. Um, so this was a huge. This episode was huge because we got to see them go confront those scientists. Yes. And With that guy bullets is it? Yeah. What? That's dumb. That was dumb. <laughs> Because that, that kid was all jacked up, too. He's like, I got shot in the face. I'm invincible. <laughs> oh, uh, Dogo? Diogo? Diogo, yeah. yeah. That was awesome. That dude's gone through a lot of life-ending situations to just come out the other side. Like, yeah, way too late. weird. And yeah. when you're that young, that ha- that cannot be good for you. Right. Because so, he thinks he's invincible now. But yeah, and then, then they're just going to get capped one good time. And oops. Yep. Um. But they were these people were hooked up to pods. What's that all about? Was that um, altering their brain? I don't think it was altering their brain. I think they were working on something. But that's how they work on something. I guess so. Like configuring something because remember this is a research station. So it's all brain power. So like, are they in a simulation or something? I guess so. Dude, you're gonna have to give me more information on that because I want one of those right now. <laughs> well, I mean, even if I gave you more information. Where would you go get one? Uh, I don't know. Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> the source <laughs> of all of our stuff these days. Um, <laughs> no, but that that was cool to see that that scene. And the, these people are wackadoodles, dude. Wackadoodles. But I, the bad thing is, is I can kind of understand where they're coming from. Yeah, I mean, okay, so that whole, um, first of all, that assault on that station was really cool. Yeah. Right. That like was that the, was cool. The the stealth class fighter comes out, and then Amos fights him, and they start losing. <laughs> what is it? I think oxygen. So he has to go fix that, and then uh, he dropped the pods off, didn't he? Yeah, they dropped the pods from a different ship, though. That was like the carrier. The, the Rasenate wasn't carrying the pods. Right. 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 But. Um, and one of the pods gets destroyed. And yeah. Okay. Okay. Did you see the pods? It was literally just shipping containers. Yeah. They looked like they just dropped. Ship. Yeah. I didn't actually notice that they were just shipping containers. I just noticed that they were just. Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously, I don't think they were like exactly shipping containers, but like from the outside, they looked just like shipping containers. A, a space yeah. container. A yeah. space shipping container. It was crazy because, like, again, it just goes back to show that the, uh, the belters had just. You know, when you have no resources, you just make do with what you've got. And then, right. you know, a shipping pod is, or sorry, um, a boarding, a breaching pod, I should say, is what? It's just literally a vet, like, it's a ship that gets you from your ship to the other. It just has, like, a thrusters. It's and, containers with thrusters. Yeah, and that's that's it. 
So they're like, all right, just slap. Slap it again. You know that meme where it just like slaps the hood of the car? No. <laughs> this, uh, you, come on, you've seen that meme where yeah. the guy like slaps the top of the vehicle. He's like, this baby can pack so many X's or whatever mm. into it. Nope. I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I live under a rock. But yeah, so that that's what that reminded me of. Um, good. It's good. You're, I'm the one usually making comparisons. You're, it looks like you're uh, you're getting better, bud. Yeah, that's well. <laughs> again, that's how my mind sees things, right? I look at something, I'm like, huh. This reminds me of this. <laughs> but yeah, this is. Um, so at the end, when. Freaking Miller kept that dude. He's the only one that has those codes. So, like, is humanity just screwed now? It looks um, like they were the furthest in figuring it out. Is well, humanity just like. They don't, it's not like a code that they have to crack, really. It says a code they have to crack. Is that what they said? Or he said no, he said at the end, he said the. It's classified. I'm the one where they can access it. He, it was along the lines like this. And he said, if you guys try to access it, it'll know and it'll delete all his information. Which sucks, because, like, now humanity is just screwed. Um, Obviously okay. not, but... So, I think when he's saying code, he's referring to just, like, the knowledge. Is um, he? Yes. I took um, it literal. Yeah, I can tell. Um... I will say this. Okay, so one thing we do want to uh, say like on the podcast um, is that the proto-molecule, it, uh, like previously your theory was proto-molecule was man-made. Right. But now, yeah. Yeah, it's of alien origin. It is not man-made. Yeah. Um, now, we don't know if this is just the actual alien life form or if this is a life form created by other group of aliens or whatever it is. But we just know that it is not man-made. It is naturally occurring in space. Um, Which is crazy to think that that is very likely something that happens in our reality. Do you think so? You yes. think so if we had aliens, it would be something like that? No. Just saying that's definitely an occurrence that could happen in reality. You have, I mean, it's, think about it, Moz, it's just technically a bacteria infecting the host. Oh, that's what I mean, yeah, that, yeah, so, no, I agree. I think if we were to run into aliens, it would be more something like this, where it's just, like, a I hope, I hope it lets me fly. I just want to fly. One glorious flying cartwheel, like Creed from The Office, but better. Creed from The Office. <laughs> anyway. uh, I did it, the perfect cartwheel. <laughs> Jeez. So... At the end here, again, the guy says that it's it was going for Earth. That was its natural course. Because it's attracted to, I guess, biomaterial. Um, hold on, wait, sorry. You're saying it was attracted to Earth? Yeah, well, the guy said that it was already on its way. Um, okay, so... I don't... I didn't believe him with a lot of the stuff he said. I th I feel like he was just trying to justify a lot of the stuff that all his research. I know he was saying like, you know, oh, because his whole 
spiel was to push humanity into its next evolutionary stage. Breathe uh, in space without... Uh, or to be a breathe in the vacuum. Yeah. So... I mean, that's great. I don't know. I just feel like he had no reason to lie at that point because he probably knew that there was a good chance he was about to get popped. Or at least go to jail for his crime. So at least he's going to tell the truth. Maybe he can get away with it. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. But again... But again, you know, he, well, he didn't get away with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Well, we, uh, you know, we, have, okay. we have five more seasons, right? Uh, five more? No, I think it's six seasons total. Okay, four more seasons. Okay, anyways. Yep, Miller. Miller took into his own hands that time. Yes, he did. Yeah, scary. Scary thought. Crack, anytime. Just get popped in the head by Miller. This guy's a loose cannon. Yeah. Which is worse, because now we have Miller and Amos. They're both going to start just popping people at some point. <laughs> well... I don't know if you picked up on it, but with uh, Amos, it's a little bit different. He has this. Yeah, he has this moral code that he follows. Kind it's of. like it's it's a weird one. Like, it's like he's not he's not. It's like I'm not going to kill somebody just for the heck of it. But if somebody needs to die, they need to die. Yeah. It's yeah. like, what? That doesn't make any sense. to. But I guess it does make sense, sense to him. For the crew. Part of the ship. Part of the yeah, crew. That's true. Which you do see in this next, and then so yeah, I did pick up on it. By the way, Moss, what, what he was talking about, some of his past. Okay, so go ahead and elaborate on that. What do you mean? Like, what do you think his issue is? Abandonment. What? Is that what you think it is? I think so. Okay. Um. Okay. There's so many things you probably want to say, but you cannot. Yeah. <laughs> hold it back, Moss. Hold it back. I'll try my best. Yeah, but this is... These first two episodes going into the third one, dude, it's really cool to see how people are like... Like, I guess I can always speak freely about all three episodes now, but... You see... Miller goes to those people to look at that ship. And that ship, they're going to go on a hundred-year march out into space and they don't plan on coming back yeah the nauvoo yeah yeah it's, so to my understanding it's like self-sustaining um it has its own water uh creation they'll have like farmland and yeah well yeah but they only have a certain amount of oxygen i think they have like the, the farmland and everything they'll have trees and whatnot to create their own oxygen so it's just gonna be like a halo type deal yep yeah, that's what it looks like. So, right? yeah, which is cool because, you know, Miller wanted to shove it into it. <laughs> shove it into Aero Station. Yeah. <laughs> which is awesome. He's like, yeah. he's like, we just need to use that. And I like how he went and talked to him for that exact purpose. Yes. Like, he, yes. Went, he went and talked to that one Mormon guy just to figure out a little bit more about it. But the Mormon guy, like, took it completely differently. No, he's like, he's oh, like, this oh, is great. Okay, he wants to talk about it. And then <laughs> the entire time of his mind, you can tell that he's just thinking, <laughs> he's formulating into arrows. Yes. <laughs> Which is good because, because, because there's a lot of things going on right now. Because at the same time, you got Avasarella talking to Fred Johnson about helping her with... The Martian issue and the issue on Earth with the corrupt government. So 
between that, there's like two or three different fronts going on right now. It's the Martians versus Earth, Avasarala versus the inner circle at Earth, and then everybody else are the OPA-ish and Holden's crew trying to fight a proto-molecule. So you have three different conflicts going on. And this is like at this point in the story, this is when it all starts to come together as like, oh, something's gonna happen. Oh yeah. But it's just it's crazy because now we're now we're speeding up. The thrusters are on. Thrusters are on. Yep. But I thought that was hilarious when they were talking to that brainwashed fellow. And I'm bouncing around a little bit here, but no, no, it's fine. Uh, it... They asked him to make a vaccine, and he's like, "What? Why?" I'm like, oh god, this is bad. Oh, he's one of those people. <laughs> he's one of those people. Like he even looked at him. He turned his head all weird. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. He must have capped this dude now. But I, yes, yes, arrow stations. Um, boom. And boom is not the exact word I'd use, I suppose. But arrow station is kind of. It's done, right? It's dead. Like yeah, it's newt. It's newt. Uh, but there's like music coming out of there now. Yeah. So since it's Chernobyl all over again, it's uh, that guy that was listening. He's like uh, Diego. He's like listening to music, and he's in the background. And Miller's like, "Dude, turn that crap off." He's like, "What, man? DJ bouncing signals off Arrow Station." Yeah, I don't even <laughs> know how that works. No. But didn't they confirm that there were there were pulses coming from Arrow Station yes. that were coming from the proto molecule? But we did see in season two that the proto molecule took over that one dude's body. Yep. So or at least create a copy of him or something. It did something weird. Yeah. So that means it's alive and it's starting to take the shape as humans. Yep. 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 So at this point, man. I'm just waiting for Arrow Station. Like, I'm waiting for those things to like become alive, or take over bodies, or do something, and just start piloting ships elsewhere. Like, that's got to be a thing. That's gonna happen. Oh my god! Imagine if it was like the flood from Halo. That's what I'm thinking, dude. It's like the, the flood from Halo. So scary. I remember was that it? level in Halo One. Oh. The little creatures were coming after you. It's like, yeah. I was like, what is happening? Because you went from like. Obviously, they were both aliens, but there was a distinct difference between the aliens of the Covenant and the Flood. Yeah, right? big lizards versus like bug-looking, multi-eyed. Yeah, no, yeah, I understand. So, that was crazy. Um, so, is that is that kind of what's going? I mean, I, you're not going to tell me, but that's what's going to happen, I guess. You're right. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> and, but oh. Do you, oh. uh, what do you think of the uh, racquetball game between Drummer and Naomi? Oh, I thought that was cool. I actually wrote that down. I was going to say the racquetball in space, that was kind of like, I wish they could turn the gravity off and then like do something with the oh, ball. No. I, like, I, no, no, no. What, instead of turning the gravity off, just reduce gravity so you're just maybe, jumping around. Maybe. That's probably what I'm looking for. Yeah. Or if you really want to get a workout in, increase gravity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that would help. It might hurt your bones. Uh, yeah, if your bones are not ready for it, like most of the builders are, I imagine that that would not be great. Right. And uh, I did want to bring up, too, I wrote this down. Miller 
wants to go to Eros, obviously destroy it. But the reason he said he killed that science guy is because he was making sense. He's like, dude, that's a scary thought. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the uh, the Martian soldiers? Or so, yeah, the Martian Marines. So, uh, you know, I wasn't thoroughly impressed with the theatrics of... Yeah, it was a little overboard, I think. With the Earth thing, like the whole like semi-racist, like bias, stereotypical thing. Like, I didn't, I didn't really care for that. But their suits are cool. Their tech is cool. Their training is cool. And hoorah, let's go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, right. they have a cool persona. I guess it like it was again. It was real, right? Even though it was probably a little overdone, it was definitely real. So, what do you mean? Like it was a little overdone in the sense that, um, like it was obnoxious, I guess a bit, and it was like, you know, overdone. <laughs> yeah, come it's on, like, man. You know what I mean? It was just like it just. It, it could have been. It could have never been a thing, and the show would have been fine. Yeah, um, I I think it would have been fine. If sh- I would have preferred that they show it, but it was a little too, like you said, on the nose. Like, hoorah, we're Marines and we hate Earth stuff. So, yeah, it's not more like it, it, you would think that they'd be a little bit more enlightened, considering they're in darn space at this point. Yeah, but I don't think humanity would ever change. To be honest with you, I think they got that part right for sure. I think no matter what you do, humanity's always gonna be like. Well, I guess, I guess we'll just re- keep reincarnating until somebody gets it right. <laughs> Oops. Huh. Well, everybody, maybe next time. Everybody comes back as a tree. Shoot. What do we do this time? <laughs> well, this can't, sucks. Can't blow anything up now, but everything's boring. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, these these three episodes were good. I I'm starting to enjoy the show a little bit more just because I'm starting to understand. Where the heck the hail spaceship is, where Phoebe Station is, where the Aero Station is, and if it got nuked by Chernobyl or another station got blown this. up. Um, what'd you think of Alex's little uh, PTSD thing with the ships and stuff? Yeah, with the the, with more, the, simulation. the simulation. Yeah. Um. He. Ah. Uh, I think it was necessary for his character development. Yeah, I I liked it a lot. Um, yep. I thought it I was, think that was necessary. Yeah, because that's my favorite character. I like him. Oh really? I didn't know that was your favorite character. That's cool. Yeah, I like Remember him a lot. I, um, I think he's a great character. I like him on the tablet, man. He's whipping it. You like what? Sorry. He's like always on the tablet. Yeah. That's that's think... piloting in the future is just. Yeah, pressing, but it makes sense though, right? Because even today, like pilots don't pilot. Like, I mean, they do, but it's like it, it, you're not gonna. I mean, I guess our understanding of piloting is different, just because they have to understand all the things that go into it to make it work properly, like that. But I mean, yeah, it, everything's going towards automated. I mean, it is what it yeah. is. I mean. I think I think you hit it right. Like everything's just going towards automated, so that's just how piloting is for their foreseeable future. I mean, and that's okay. Yeah, I'm because... okay with that. But I mean, clearly he's at 
it still requires some form of talent or understanding of the subject, right? Because no one else is piloting as good as him, apparently, because so, they kind of just left him at the piloting. <laughs> so. Oops. Oops. Um, yeah. But that was good, man. I'm, I'm excited to... I don't know. I just want to know what happens with this freaking space halo and... I want Holden to like just be done. That dude, that Holden, Holden stresses me out. He like, stresses he just, you out. He just looks like that kid off that meme where he's like squeezing his head and his head's turning red and his veins are going through his head. Like he just reminds me of like, like he's just he's just so stressed out about everything all the time. Like he's never had a calm moment in his life. And it's like, dude, lay down, lay down, and take a nap. <laughs> you know. I kind of have to agree with you. He does like, he's very idealistic, which I don't like about him, but I think that makes him a great character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. It's, um, it gets to be a little much where it's, when it's like, he's always just shoving himself in the crap, like take a break for a moment. Yeah. He can't help himself, but like help people. And I, I can respect that, mm-hmm. but yeah, I agree with you. It becomes one of those things like, dude, I think you need to stop. Scale it back, but I'm assuming they did that on purpose. Yeah, for sure. That 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 is his character. He is, and I mean, you, you saw it too, right? Like uh, his mother was saying basically the same thing. She was saying mm-hmm. like, you know, he always wanted to be a knight, right? Or something like that. Shining armor. Yeah. So you know, he he always liked the stories of the knights who protected the weak and the innocent and whatnot. So mm-hmm. that's just who he has been since he was a kid, and I think that right. that's really cool. But I agree with you. It it tends to end up becoming a bit much sometimes. Because it's like it's like man, like sometimes you just don't need to shove your nose and stuff. Like I'm just gonna let it happen, buddy. But again, this the, what he's doing now is very noble because this thing could possibly kill humanity. So yeah, no, in this, situ- in so, this situation, so- I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, having said that, some of the listeners could easily point out the fact: well, if he didn't do some of the stuff he did, he wouldn't be in the position he is now to stop right. this genocidal event. Yeah, genocidal what bug? It's a genocidal molecule, like. Yeah. So oops. I get it. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so okay, so Alex is your favorite character. Interesting. Um, anything? Anyone else? Or is this like so far? Like, you, you haven't seen enough of a variety. Um. So I like I like Alex just because he's kind of like the. He's kind of holding everybody together and he just I, I don't know i just with his character i kind of find myself personalizing with him more sure um god hold i want to punch holden in the head <laughs> i think my second favorite character has to be amos amos okay no no that's that's actually really fair um i like amos a lot as well to be honest with you um so yeah i think that that tracks um that was you. I think are following about the same uh, path as far as like favorite characters as I did. Until later, Amos doesn't die, does he? Don't say something like that. No, nah, I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, I know you're not. <laughs> but just don't, you know, don't tell my butt. You know, I gotta keep my two characters. I always try to see if my characters make it to the seasons. Like, I can't remember the last time I did this, but. Game of Thrones was must have. I lost. Good. I lost Attack on Titan pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought Erwin was gonna live. Yeah. 
I, I screwed that one up pretty hard because <laughs> it was after yeah, I decided was. I decided that after he was uh, armless. <laughs> Dude, that was such a great moment too, though. Absolutely, charge, charge, charge. My soldiers, what's called, scream out. My soldiers rage. Rage. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. But yeah, anyways, back to. But so yeah, I think that about covers it from us for that episode. Um, yeah. So next time we'll be covering episodes four to six. Fuck you. Season two, episodes four to six. So until next time, thank you, everyone. Yes.